Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 21 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Morningbrook Digital Consultancy. If you need help taking your social customer care program from fine to fantastic, Morningbrook Digital can help. Email me at frankie at sociallysupportive.com today. Hello, Social Pack. We made it all the way to Thursday, which a few Thursdays ago, I promised I would start calling Friday Eve. I can't take credit for the phrase Friday Eve. The first time that I heard it, it was one of those dreary Thursdays where you thought, oh, Friday is never going to get here. And even when it does, I have so much work to do. And I was at the cafeteria at the company that I was working at at the time and I was checking out at the cafeteria and the lady that was working the register looked at me and said don't be so down it's Friday Eve and I looked up at her and I just smiled because I thought wow what a great way to look at Thursday Friday Eve and I said I am using that so here you go guys I'm sharing it with you happy Friday Eve If you were interested in attending CX Talks, the Customer Experience Summit that's being held at the Atlanta Marriott Buckhead Conference Center, even though they are almost out of tickets, I was able to get us a 20% off discount code. So if you go to sociallysupportive.com slash CX Talks, that's C-X-T-A-L-K-S, Then you'll see the green button that says tickets. You'll click that button, go through the process, and then there'll be a place where you can use the code SOCIALLYSUPPORTIVE20 to save 20% off the regular admission price. I've got that because I'm covering the event, so I will likely see you there if you're going to be there. It's supposed to be a great event. They've got 12 TEDx Talk-style presentations. They've got two expert panels, 15 breakout sessions and two keynote speakers, including Neil Berg, who's the Assistant Vice President of User Experience Innovation and Brand Experience at AT AT&T. And we all know that AT&T has been doing great things with their customer experience work lately. So come on out again. It's Monday, October 2nd at the Atlanta Marriott Buckhead Conference Center. Come say hi to me if you see me walking around. I'll be doing a couple of Facebook Lives and some different things there at the event. It's just around the corner. Speaking of just around the corner, I would like to remind you that the Insight Group's Customer Service Summit is just around the corner, November 16th through the 17th. It's going to be at the Marriott Brooklyn Bridge, and I have a coupon code for you. If you go to sociallysupportive.com slash insight, I-N-C-I-T-E, go through the process of registering for the conference. When you get to the part where you can put in a coupon code, use the coupon code SUPPORTIVE, S-U-P-P-O-R-T-I-V-E, and that will get you not 100, not 200, but $300 off your registration to the conference. So that's great. And the reason that 
that we have that coupon code is because the Socially Supportive Podcast is the official podcast partner of the Customer Service Summit that the Insight Group is putting on. It's a great event. They have it every year. There are wonderful speakers that will be there, very knowledgeable about customer care overall, but especially knowledgeable about digital and social customer care. I will be there. I've got a booth that will be there for the Socially Supportive Podcast. There will be other vendors of wonderful technology and services there so you can find out what is available to you to help you run your program more effectively. Lots of great speakers, like I said, and it's New York in the fall and you get $300 off. So sociallysupportive.com slash insight group, $300 off coupon code supportive. All right, let's get into it. Today's inspiration comes to us from Kate Zabriskie, who said, the customer's perception is your reality. And the book of the day is The Effortless Experience, Conquering the New Battleground for Customer Loyalty by Rick DeLisi and Matthew Dixon. Today's topic, five steps to fantastic customer support. Number one, know your customer. How can you help your agents know your customer? Well, you can start by providing agents with general information about your customers before they even get to the computer screen. This happens by using the demographic information that marketing is already capturing on your customers to let your agents know who is your customer generally. Then the second thing you can do to have them know the customer is to have agents research the customer's account prior to engaging. So once they do get in front of that computer screen and they do start engaging with customers, you want to make sure that before they respond to the customer, they have general knowledge of the products and services that the customer has purchased. They get a history of past issues and concerns that the customer may have and any open or ongoing trouble that the customer has been having with your products and or services. So this happens in the magical world of social media customer support because unlike a telephone where you can't possibly know who you're talking to or what's happening sometimes, in the case of the customer until you answer the phone. More times than not with social media customer care, you have a little bit of time to try to investigate who that customer is before you ever hit reply and start engaging with them. It's not always possible because if the customer has a very common name and you're not able to figure out very quickly who the customer is or get into their customer account because they haven't given enough information, sometimes you do have to reach out before you know what it is that they're asking about. But that takes us into step number two. We want to make sure that we understand the customer's issue fully. So we want to make sure that agents have fully read the current post from the customer and any previous posts that the customer has sent to your company about the same issue. This can happen in fancy tools if you're able to track customer information inside of your tool. Like if Susie has a Twitter handle and it's at Susie Q and she tweets in about an issue that she had with her flower delivery. I don't know, I'm making this up. She has an issue with her flower delivery and she says, I was 
trying to make sure that I scheduled this right in your tool, but the delivery date was a little weird. I'm not sure what's happening. And then the next week, your tool can see that Susie Q is the same person who tweeted in last week, and they can wrap that history together and know that at Susie Q is that same customer. Fancy tools can do that. What you want to do is have the agent look at that post history to see that last week, Susie Q had trouble scheduling her flower delivery. So this week when she tweets in and says the flowers did not arrive as she expected, your agent will have that historical information to refer back to and just be that much more informed about what Suzy Q is experiencing. This helps your agent not ask irrelevant questions, not say irrelevant things, and it saves time between the agent and the customer. Which leads us into step three. You want to make sure that your agents are asking the right questions. I go back to the good old standard of asking questions, who, what, when, where, why, and how. So some example who questions, who did you speak with? Who was using the device? Who came to your house? Example what questions? What was the order number? What is your account number? What does the error message say? When questions, when did you expect them to arrive? When did the technician leave? When did you place your order? Where questions, where did you leave the package for us to pick up? Or where was the package supposed to be shipped? Why questions. Now, caveat with why questions, sometimes this can sound harsh to a customer, especially in a written communications channel. So you might want to try to soften the why question by phrasing it differently, but it basically falls in the why category. Why are you interested in that service? Why are you returning the item? The why gives you context because what the customer is saying may or may not be what the actual result is that they're desiring. And if you ask why, it gives you a better picture as the company to offer alternate solutions that could be a better fit or more helpful to the customer. You can also ask how questions. How did you get to that screen if you're troubleshooting? How did you hear about us? How do you normally use our product or service? Now, having said all of that about asking the right questions, I want to make a strong point here. So if you're multitasking, I need you to put down your pencil or back away from your mouse. If you're driving, please continue driving. But this is important. You only ask questions that you have to ask. If you have access to that information in your computer system, don't ask the customer again. Try to look it up on your own. And the reason for this is because one of the things that really aggravates customers more than anything is when you ask them something repeatedly. Even if the customer has been transferred for someone else, one of the most annoying things possible as a customer, and you and I are customers as well, we know what it's like to be a customer. One of the most annoying things possible is when someone asks you something over and over again, or asks you to fill something out over and over again. Like when you go to the doctor's office and you filled out the form over here and then you go over there and they ask you the question again and then you have to fill it out on another form. They may have the reasons for needing that and you might have a reason that you need to ask as well. But anytime you can avoid asking a customer question, you're doing great. It does make sense for you to confirm that the information that you have is correct so if you know that the order number is one, two, three, four, five, it's fine to say you're talking about order number one, two, three, four, five, right? 
just to make sure that there's not anything confusing and that you're not making assumptions. But always try to do the work for the customer anytime you can. It makes such a difference in your customer experience. Step number four is to communicate effectively. What do I mean by communicating effectively? I mean, make sure that you and the customer are on the same page when you are talking back and forth. Here's an example. If you make an assumption on a customer's level of experience when you're having a troubleshooting conversation with a customer or a billing conversation with a customer, any kind of conversation really, if you assume that their level of expertise about a subject is very low, that can be insulting to a customer. It can make the customer feel like they're wasting their time and none of us wants to feel as though we're wasting our time. Also, on the other side, if you assume a high level of understanding, this can frustrate a customer as well because it can make the customer feel inferior. It can add handle time to the call because you're assuming that a customer knows what you're talking about, but they don't. So then you have to go back and use a lower level of explanation to explain to the customer And this can cause a lot of confusion. So it's best just to level set and ask someone, like at a restaurant, is this your first time dining with us? Waiters do that so that if you already understand everything about the menu, they don't have to waste their time orienting you to the menu, and you don't have to hear something that you've heard over and over again. It just makes a better customer experience. Another step in communicating effectively is to clearly explain what you're doing and why. This is especially effective in troubleshooting, but works in all manners of of customer support. If you are given information from a customer and you immediately begin the steps that you need to take to solve the problem that you assume they're having without letting the customer know what you're doing, number one, the customer's waiting and they're not sure maybe why they're waiting or what you're doing and it makes them feel uncertain. Number two, you could be going through the steps of solving something that you understood the problem to be, but really isn't the problem at all. So make sure that you're on the same page with the customer and you say, Mr. Customer, what I'm going to do to solve your problem is, I don't know, ship you a new item. The customer may stop you and say, wait, that's not what needs to happen because, and then give you some explanation why you don't need to reship the item. And had you not known that, you would have caused more time, additional work, and the customer customer to be frustrated. So make sure you tell the customer what you're doing and why. Also, before you move on, make sure you ask the customer if there are other issues that need to be addressed before you go. It can increase your handle time on that particular interaction or ticket, however you refer to it, but it saves additional contacts on the customer's side and reduces contacts into your center on your side. So it's really worth it. Also, the customers appreciate it. Step number five is to advise the customers on next steps and say thank you. Tell the customer what they should expect to happen next. For example, Mr. Customer, your order should arrive within the next four to six weeks. If it doesn't, go to this website or contact us on social and let us know. Do something like that so that the customer knows what to expect. Set those expectations. And then ask the customer if they would enjoy additional information on the subject. 
Maybe they want a map to the location that they're going to. Maybe they're going to one of your retail stores and you say, would you like a map to the store? If they've been there before, they'll likely say no. And if they haven't been there before, they might take you up on that and you can email it to them or however you get that information to them. Maybe they want additional information on the subject you were talking about and you can send them to your community forums or you can send them to a web page or a video. What if it's helpful to sign them up for a reminder? Asking them gives them a choice and that can be something that's really useful to them. And most importantly, say thank you for being a customer and for allowing you to assist them. Do this publicly if possible. They may come to you on their own and publicly say thank you, I'm so excited that you were able to help me out. If they don't, it's perfectly fine for you to come back publicly and say, Miss Customer, we're so glad we were able to help you out today. We look forward to serving you again in the future. This is great because it lets the public know what happened and that the transaction was handled successfully. So there you have it. Five steps to fantastic customer support. Implementing these will make sure that your agents are well positioned to provide excellent customer support and it will make your customers feel better. So there you go. If you want additional information on this, you can go to the blog post, How Can Online Customer Care Feel Personal, which is at sociallysupportive.com and click on the blog section. All right, do you have a job opening and you want someone who knows how to deliver fantastic customer support to fill that position? Email me at frankie at sociallysupportive.com and I'll post your job opening to the site. Or if you're looking for a job, and you've heard this episode, email me at frankie at sociallysupportive.com and I'll share your resume privately with potential employers in a spot that might fit well for you. And do you know of a company that's out there doing such a great job delivering fantastic customer support on digital or social media customer care? Do you want me to try to get their leader to come on the show and tell us how they do it? If so, send me their name at frankie at sociallysupportive.com and I'll reach out to them and we'll get them on the show if we can to tell us how they do that. All right, guys, that's what we've got for today. So glad that you tuned in today on Thoughtful Thursday. Tomorrow is Freeform Friday where we go freestyle. So happy Friday Eve. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.